Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Odyssey 500. Um, as you guys remember, the last episode was pretty short. Nothing personal, like I said. It's just that I was really just trying to finish some notes, and I still am. But I just figured I'd shovel out another episode while I had the free time before I, you know, just went and did whatever have you. And then as soon as I hit publish, I realized I forgot the word of the day. Boo, right? Okay, so the word I picked anyway for last week was arcane. And it's an adjective, and it means understood by few, mysterious, or secret. And how I would use that in a sentence perf- uh, is modern math and its arcane notation is not understood by many today. Pretty simple, right? So this week, it's not going to be that much longer, but it's going to be a little longer. So what I'm just really talking about this week is remembrance. But before I get into speaking of remembering, yeah, I was having like a mini panic attack in class last week. And I don't think it was noticeable by anyone, but the one girl in my class, Forrest, who's we're actually becoming like close friends now, and she has autism too, she kind of noticed it. And she was like trying to calm me down. She asked me if I needed to go outside. And I think at one point, when it was time to leave, I was, like, rushing so fast. I was, like, knocking stuff over and everything. And when I got home, I texted her. I was like, I'm sorry for, like, the way I acted in class, you know. Thank you for, um, you know, just, like, trying to help me out. And she was like, yeah, no problem. And she's, we somehow got into the topic of impasse. And I heard about it before. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. So I was looking into, like, how to become one and everything like that. And it's basically, like, a lot of meditation. How do you get in tune with yourself and everything like that. And so I tried it. I started doing the uh, meditation. I even took the little quiz on that mindful meditation. Like, uh, what type of meditation works best for you. And I got the result mindfulness meditation. So I went to the library and printed out this whole huge packet on, like, tips to do it and everything like that. How to do it successfully and everything like that. And so I tried it, and, like, at night when it's just me and I am feel myself getting stressed, or even when I'm not stressed at that moment, I'm just, like, doing something, I'll stop and give myself, like, five, ten minutes, put some peaceful music on, or just, like, lean up against something and just, you know, whatever have you. And I actually found myself getting calmer. So when she started talking about the impasse, and I started, like, making the own mental connection on how that and meditation was, like, closely linked together... And what I did, I went in the store and I bought me this Rubik's Cube. Just so I keep my hands busy in class that way I won't start freaking out. At least I have something to focus on. And so when I got home later that day after me and her talked about the impasse and everything like that, I looked it up on my phone. And then I did further research on it on my laptop. But anyway, I went on my phone and I typed in impasse. But then... This site came up for what type of empath you are. I said, oh, there's types for it? I thought it was just like, okay, you're an empath, so be it. Because I am the way I am, I started doing more research, and I was like, okay, well, let me take the quiz and see what type of empath I am. Because I feel like I am one. And so I took the quiz, and I got something called a geomantic empath. And basically what that is, I'm not going to turn this into a whole spiritually meditative episode, because that's not the point for this week. But, um... Basically, it's um, it's a person who's like really in tune with the earth. It's a 
rotation and it actually went back to like a long long time ago with something called geomancy and it was like these cubes and symbols and everything like that and it was so like complex that I actually fell in love with it because I love complex things because it helps me think it helps me like you know learn so I say you know what this is cool so I also printed out this huge packet for all that stuff and I have it sitting on my bed now so I said when I get home today I'm gonna like try it out a little bit and I guess I already felt the connection because I'm a Virgo you know September 21st is my big day I'm a Virgo and our symbol, our sign or whatever they call it, is already Earth. So I thought it was kind of fun. Like, okay, I love how I got a geomantic empath and I, my sign is Earth also. And so I was like, wow, the forces are really working with me. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try that out. Anyway, that's my little rant and rave. The topic I want to talk about today was something you want to remember. And I was like, this is kind of interesting. I'll talk to them about this. So something I want to remember. Uh, I know I haven't got like really in-depth to it, but I actually have a semi really, really, truly, really um, depressed history Uh. It was, like, full of anxiety and social outcastism and stuff like that. I actually really didn't have any friends. The first friends I had, because kindergarten, first, second, third, and fourth grade, literally no one wanted to be bothered with me because I had autism, and I was, like, the only African-American female in any of my classes for a long time. Um, Fifth grade, that's when I kind of started making friends. I was friends with this one boy. Thomas and we actually hit it off real good we got in contact with each other earlier this year and we still talk you know because we were real close friends we were actually the first people to talk to each other because he had moved to my school in the fifth grade and I was like by myself all the time so I was like okay well we'll be friends and we're still friends um another girl named Jessica we I literally just got in contact with her not even like three days ago we were we were like really really close best friends there was another girl named hunter we weren't best friends but we were also really close but we don't talk anymore because she kind of went mia once i like left uh middle school and whatnot but then sixth grade everything changed and i still didn't have any friends <sighs> seventh grade no sixth grade i lied i did gained another best friend his name was Alex he's a living nut job but he was really there for me when I needed him most which was like all the time I remember a lot of days when I didn't eat lunch he would bring me like bags of food like I remember at one point he was even like bringing me my own separate lunch and I I guess I I didn't want to say I took advantage of it, but I kind of didn't appreciate it at that point. And we're still best friends. I actually have to text him because we didn't text in like a little bit. Um, so that was sixth grade. Seventh grade, me and him were still best friends. I, we were like thick and thin. 
Like, if you see one, you see the other one trailing right behind, not too far behind. Um, what's I'm gonna call it? Eighth grade. I mean, seventh grade. That's when me and Jessica started becoming like closer again, because we were in different classes in the sixth grade. Then it was me, Jessica, Alex. It was a boy named Eddie, who I also knew since fifth grade, who is actually like, well, I know I knew him since kindergarten. He is a psychopath. Uh, and then it was like a couple of other kids that I became friends with. Eighth grade, uh, I think eighth grade, I kind of just stayed more to myself. Cause like every year it's like my friend group switched up a little bit. But then it's when I went to a different high school that everything just went to pot. Everyone who I, like, thought was my friends. And that's kind of when I started becoming, like, the person I am, like, even down to this day. Because I hate to say it, but I really came into school, like, really naive. And, like, all innocent and starry, doe-eyed and stuff like that. And it turns out, let's just say a long story short, because I don't want to get too in-depth, because that's a story for another day. But let's just say the people who I thought were my friends were not really my friends. They were my enemies talking smack about me, but they were just pretending to be my friends just to get close to me, to get information from me, and then use it against me. Yeah. And it wasn't just one. It was like several of them at the same time. And to then 10th grade, I was trying to break away, but I really couldn't because I was really weak-minded and I just needed that acceptance. I fell into the wrong relationship with the wrong person, and we were both trying to make it work, even though it was just bound not to, and I didn't listen to anybody because I thought I loved him, and that's kind of like I am the way I am now. That's kind of like why I changed a lot, and I would say now I'm definitely more mature, a lot less trustful, practically no trust at all for anybody, and... I think that's when my depression really started like kicking my behind because before it was like okay um it was like back then I was only getting depressed like maybe once every two months and it only lasts for like maybe a couple of days but now after what happened it's happening like once a week twice a week every month for multiple times and it's not just lasting for like a couple of hours or just a day it's lasting for like days now like days and it's getting like really 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 hard to you know get past it if you can get past it and i don't really tell anybody yet because i don't want that judgment so I just kind of keep everything bottled up inside now. But like I said, that's a whole different story. I don't want to get too in-depth with it. Because that's going to ruin the future episodes. So back to what I was saying. The topic for this week. What I want to remember. This is going to sound so cliche. But what I personally want to remember. Is what it was like to be almost in a sense happy. To have that innocence once again that happiness where like you didn't have to worry about people hurting you or all you had to worry about was like um what am I going to do for today what am I going to eat 
and um, just not have to worry about anything like that. Yeah, sorry guys, there was a wasp flying around me and I was trying my hardest not to hit it because I don't like harming things. I was just trying to like peacefully swat it away. And you know what it also is because my flower has, my backpack has flowers on it. And I realized just how cruel that is to the bees because they're going to think it's actual flowers. And like, I remember two of them landed on my backpack at the same time. And I felt so bad. I said, okay, I'm basically deceiving you guys, you know. But anyway, I realized I kind of overstayed my welcome. So let me just give you guys the word of the day that I promised myself I wouldn't forget again. So the word of the day is wanderlust, which is a noun, and it's a strong desire to travel. I like how that sounds, wanderlust. Because when you think of lust, you think like some insane desire that's uncontrollable. So wanderlust is just basically like a strong desire to travel. That's how I remember it. And so how I use that in a sentence is, a man consumed by wanderlust will travel anywhere at any time if he feels the need to do so. Basically in a nutshell. So I would make another episode this week, guys, but I have some obligations because it is midterm week. I just remembered. So I have to start doing that. I mean, I already did all the work, but because I am the way I am, I'm going to be an overachiever and get further ahead in it. So that's going to do it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, If you guys want to start subscribing, like I said, I'm going to be getting that social media page soon once I figure everything else out. I'll definitely be talking to you guys soon. Bye.